All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So no head. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Talking over the intro, a tradition was, unlike any other. Was it? Is my mic on? Yes. Oh, my headphones aren't on. That's why I can barely hear myself. Put your headphones on. Is this your cord? I was feeling good this morning, and now I'm not feeling as good as I did this morning. Where are your headphones plugged into? Nothing. I don't figure this out. Are we podcasting right now? Yeah, we are. This is <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. This episode 379 brought to you by the HGA Group. Welcome into the show. Uh, your Chuck J, Bag Milk, and Ryan Felton of Family Feud Canada fame in studio. Hello, hello. Um, so the reason Ryan's here is because you flew into Edmonton to watch Game 7? Yes, absolutely. Uh, that I'm still buzzing from Saturday. I don't think my hands have stopped shaking. <laughs> uh, that was that was a night. That was a magical night. That was a, like that that like that that had Game Six vibes to me from '06. Just with well, how the city was, man. Like I, I remember Game Six in 2006. We're out, and just the the buzz of the city was insane. Just thousands and thousands and thousands of people and all, you know, cheering and honking and just, like I said, good vibes. And, you know, I was walking around after the game, uh, went to our friends at the pint for a quick, uh, post game celebratory pop, mm-hmm. uh, and then decided, uh, to, to get home, uh, to, you know, some, some father guilt was kicking in. So I had to get home early. I also knew I had a full, uh, pizza waiting for me. So I was excited to eat that. 
Uh, I was going to go oodle noodle late night, but uh, I, 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 my girlfriend told me she bought me a pizza specifically for me to eat when I got home. So I That's had very to, nice of her and yes, clutch, very clutch. And I ate a lot of it. It was shocking. But um, I, uh, I just, I literally just stood on the corner of uh, Jasper and 109th street for like 15 minutes and just like observed the insanity and it was like, I, I was just smiling. Like it was just so, it was such an amazing thing to witness. And I was talking to cops and there, there's a ton of cop presence there just to make sure we were well-behaved. And then I knew they were probably gonna have their hands full and they were also super jacked, but it was just uh man. I was just, that was just so good to see. Yeah. Like everything about it, obviously like nervous going into things. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about the crowd, like, Going in because we needed to meet up before the game. Yeah, because I was in the romper. Cowboy yes. Chris was Rally there. Romper. Mm-hmm. My Shout girlfriend, out to Cowboy Chris yeah. for sure. My girlfriend was sitting with you guys at the game, so she had to enter with you guys. Um, so I, I thought we were going to meet out at the outdoor plaza, and then uh-huh. you look, and the line was like over a block long. There's there and there's two line entries, two entry points, and both lines are that long. I saw people online saying they waited in line for like two hours and didn't get into the outdoor plaza because it had they hit capacity. Well, like that's the reality with that plaza. Like it only can fit so many people because it's in a yeah. tight little like square. Yeah. But uh, yeah, wow, it was crazy. And then inside the rink, obviously nuts. And then uh, was it first or second intermission that you reached out to me, Felton? Uh, I think it was first. Yeah, no, end of the end of the second. End of the second. Yeah. And you were like, hey, I'm at the game. We'll do a flyby. Yeah. And so we met up in the second intermission. I obviously told Jay and Bag Milk that you were there. And when I told you that they were here, you were fired up. I was pretty fired up. I'm not going to lie. I, I love you guys so much. And it's like being a fan in van. We don't get as much coverage out there. Right. But having you guys all, all the time giving me shout outs and shit, it's I have too much fun. It's like, I'm talking with my boys back home. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then we took a nice oh, picture yeah. with the, with the big bobbleheads too. <laughs> oh yeah. Photo. Um, <laughs> Didn't touch the heads though. No. Strictly told we could not. And we did not. Well, which one and of then, us started touching the head first? Yeah, I was, I, well, I was just Carry curious. On how, brand for bag I was curious how much they bobble. They bob. They bob. They bob. Um, what did you think of the atmosphere inside the arena? It was just bonkers. Like I've heard that, that word all week. It feels like, but it's exactly that everybody was just on top of that. Nothing but good vibes. Oh yeah. And so loud, like just after like the third period, when they started doing the uh, singing after the song, had ended again. Like it's just amazing. Like it's just, I'm still smiling. Vibes are good. (laughs) The vibes are good. Well, like I said, the Oilers gave us a reason to, to have really good vibes vibes. Mm -hmm. There's so many (coughs) funny stories of, you know, everyone playing their part. Uh, and what they did to help the the team will to victory that yeah. we'll maybe dissect later or something that were kind of funny leading up to that. But just like to talk about the game, like, yeah, it was zero zero until CC scored, which was what, what point in the second six half minutes way? to go six minutes to go in the second period. Yeah. But like, you still with how they were playing, you still felt like they were in control. They were creating yeah. and they were defending. Like that was the best playoff game they have played since some point in 06 like they 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 they, they well like they well yeah they just shut they shut down la like they like they, like they put a lot of focus on defense which was they stopped trying to do the run and gun will outscore you game mm-hmm. and played a legitimate playoff hockey game and that game easily could have been five nothing it's just quick played good yep yep you know, we, the Oilers didn't get a bounce like yamamoto throws one directly off the post with an open net yeah there was a couple that squeaked through the crease like you're right it could have been five nothing yeah exactly 
Yeah. But if I, I just, I, I just felt like we had like, like we were going to be okay that whole time, even though it was zero zero and it was still high stress. I just felt with the way they were playing that, like it was just a matter of when it was a calmness, like even yeah. up in the upper deck, like I'm sitting next to the next guy and he's right away. You're just like, we've got this yeah. exactly that. Yeah. It was just, Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was special, man. See, so that was special for me. I was, a, and it, I guess it's just maybe difference in personalities or whatever. I was a ball of nerves the whole time. Well, of course it's zero, zero. Like, like I just kept having the doom and gloom thought in my head of like one bounce is going to decide this. And the longer the game goes, I'm like, God, the longer this goes, the more it's likely just one bounce and any team can get a bounce right now. And I was so scared. And when CC scored went bananas I was still nervous after that though. Cause uh, well, of course, like yeah. this is, this is what it is. Like, of course, like I'm not saying like, Oh, we're hundred percent doing this, but like, I just felt better. I, just, I don't know. Like they, like it was, it was just a convincing win. Yeah, it was. And that's fair. And it was only two, nothing. It was, con- but it was convincing. After that first goal went in though, it was definitely a, Oh, relief. big sigh relief for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like if you're not nervous, then you're not a fan. Like yeah. you gotta be nervous. And that's the whole point. But you're right. They were playing so good. Like they deserve to win the game. You're right. A bad bounce could have cost that, but you know what? They're playing well enough to mitigate a bad bounce. Yeah. Like, and we just weren't getting a bounce. No, but then, so we just had to keep at it and sure as shit. Cody CC, our hero. It was very funny in the second period. We all changed seats where yes. we were sitting. And then after Cody CC scored, we're like, all right, well, this is where we got to be the rest of the game. So that just lends uh, back to doing your part. Uh, I, well, I, call, I called the mix. I'm like, we got to mix up seats. We didn't score in the first. So then we mixed them up and then we scored in the second. And then, so we maintained formation smart. The one thing that we did remain consistent through periods one through three is bag milk. Where and I were cons- consistently on the red wine. We have red wine lifestyle was living large. It was great. It was, it was, it was, it was a gentleman match. And then you mixed it with a little tea time. The <sighs> game, hey? Yeah. Oh, well we were with cowboy Chris. Yeah. Uh, and he likes a vibe. Mm-hmm. So he was ensuring that that's why. That's why I don't do shooters. I don't either anymore and all that often. And then I was trying to piece together the evening again yesterday before we did Oilers Nation Radio. And I was just like, what's going on? And then Tyler's just like, oh yeah, you guys are doing tequila shots. I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> Tea time waits for no man. Tea time can be forgetful though. Well, yeah, it's, it's that secret catalyst that you don't know. You don't know that it's up, moved you up a level. But you have, oh, yeah, the least one, at least one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I took it. Like I said, I took a video uh, of all of us to say thank you to our uh, dear friend and sponsor of the uh, Better Late Than Never podcast, yeah. uh, Trilogy Oilfield, and the <laughs> music studio, studio department, the music audio department. department, audio, audio department. department. Yeah, sorry, Carrie. Uh, did say thank you for uh, his <laughs> generosity, and uh, I rewatched the video in the morning, and I was like. Wow. <laughs> I thought we were in full control. There is zero control. Yeah. Yeah. If but that's wanted, game seven, baby. If people want another example of that, you can go watch the uh, Instagram live we did on the real life account. No. Yeah. When did we do that? I know Jay. we did one. No, no, no. I know we did one, but we did it. We did. Do we do it post game or during the game? We were talking about more pregame shows coming up post game on the concourse. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with you being like, how do you turn this off? Oh, I'm such a, well, I guess I sound like a boomer in that. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, well, that's, you know what? That's what the real life accounts for. Yeah. For real it life. Didn't go on the main account. It didn't go on the, the main account. Life. You have to really go find that. Yeah. 
And the real life <laughs> listeners will understand <laughs> that that is exactly how we should be at that moment mm-hmm. in time. Ugh. No okay. regrets. I liked how from where my seats were versus where you guys were, we could see each other. So yeah. we kind of had our LA style, like point and cheer together mm-hmm. when they'd score. That was nice. That was a nice moment. I also enjoyed, uh, I think, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a moment, I think in the third period and your girlfriend and I were looking down at you and your you and your dad were having a full on conversation and, and we may have, and, and maybe it was the most words said in that conversation that maybe the whole regular season. So here is the Uremtrick and father update. We have not, we go to uh, 75% of the home games. We go to together. That game, game seven was the first time we would have high fived since day Harnay scored in 2017. Uh, <laughs> and like, not even an exaggeration there. Like we high five the CC or the McDavid goal, both. And after they won. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you've hit triple high five, triple high five kind of night. Wow. It was a big deal. Um, but yeah, no, me and my dad had a good time at the game together. That's um, great. I'm glad he didn't understand why I didn't just wear sweatpants under my romper. Cause I was uh, a little cold. Doesn't understand I, fashion. I was like, yeah, but that's like not the look. And he didn't really understand that. Um, uh, but you got to meet him. Yeah, I got to yeah, meet we him. We, meet we him. bought him a bottle of gin, uh, to say yep. thank you for letting Tyler wear the, the romper. Yep. And uh, he goes up to me and he goes, thanks for the bottle of gin. And I'm like, well, thank you for letting your son wear that romper. He goes, you could have just phoned me. <laughs> and i respect that uh, yeah 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 but uh he'll enjoy his gin that's for sure uh okay so we we were kind of going along the game then we got sidetracked um so it's one nothing. yeah it's one nothing late i'm a ball of nerves i keep thinking one bounce isn't gonna go our way and we're gonna have to sit through like an intermission or something before ot like i just i wouldn't have been able to handle it and then Connor mcdavid does Connor mcdavid things um that guy he's now the second player in nhl history to register multiple points in six games in a best of seven series. Um, and that goal, you could game five, you could say this game six, you could say it game seven in that moment. You could certainly say it. He just wasn't going to be denied. Connor McDavid was not going to lose this series. No, he's in the driver's seat. Yeah, it was, uh, it was impressive to see because the one thing you, you notice kind of, uh, you know, last year in the Winnipeg series that they're kind of able to kind of quiet him down a little bit somehow. And he was not, going to have that they you know they had two of the best like selkie candidate centers on the case yeah now wasn't going to stop no like he was not going to be stopped and he wasn't and it was amazing to see and i think you know the oilers really did a good job of wearing down the king's defenseman in a handful of ways I think both physically, led by Connor, led by Connor physically. I mean, running over Jersey that yeah, first shift, first game. shift, yeah, unbelievable. The building blew up right then too. <clears throat> yeah, the yep. building went. Nuts that gets, but that's the thing. Like it, you, it the, the, like early goals, but early physicality, like that yeah. just gets the barn going. But like that gets them going. And I also just think the Oilers being relentless on the forecheck, not just physically, but making skill plays down low, keeping yeah. the puck away from the Kings. I think that built up some frustration, and that played a role in that McDavid goal. Hundred percent, Sean Jersey. I don't know what was going through that guy's His controller brain. disconnected. It yeah. did. It looked like he just forgot to play hockey because he was so pissed off about everything. Yeah, we were and, in his head. And then when McDavid finally scores, Dursey's right behind the net, even though McDavid hasn't been there for like two and a half seconds. Yeah. 
Wild. And then the McDavid Sellies an all-timer. Oh, uh, yeah. So well, watched, that photo is amazing. Oh, amazing photo. I watched the replay yesterday to make sure the old brain was refreshed on what happened. And I, I laughed out loud to see the Kings just, they stopped and Connor just buzzing around until eventually. The one guy. Yeah, the one guy you don't want to let just buzz around. To let loose. Oh, man, it made me laugh. I didn't know until today that there's a delayed penalty called. Yeah. yeah. That's what stopped them. The arm was yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was complaining about the penalty. Like, yeah. dude, like. You're in game seven, like complain after the whistle. Yeah, you cannot do that. Um, but it worked. He out wasn't going to stop Connor. Connor was scoring that yeah. anyways. But it, it's funny. It's funnier though that he that he did power down so like he did. Uh, how about the Oilers staying out of the box too? And not even like I'm. I'm trying to think. I think there was one point where I thought Cassian could have gotten an interference when he hit someone like a little late, but it wasn't even like an egregious call. Yeah. I don't think there was like a missed call either. Like the Oilers actually just played like a tight clean defensive shutdown game. And I get some people are going to sit there and be like, Oh, the LA Kings, are like a farm team, blah, blah, blah. Like you shouldn't have, shouldn't have gone seven, all this. But I think this actually might've been the best thing for the Oilers in terms of getting them ready for the second round is like, I think they learned some they learned. really hard lessons in this series. They learned it's regular season and playoffs are two different beasts Yep, and run and gun. Like, yes, you got your talent, but you have to pick your spots. It can't be in the forefront. It's something that has to kind of, you have to earn. Uh, and it's defense first and just tight, hard checking and just consistent effort. They and they it. show that those last two games, like, like I, I you, we might look back this, you know, this might be a long run. Like, yes, we yeah. got the BOA, which is fucking exciting we'll talk about that. Yeah. And we'll talk about that, but you'll look back and you'll say probably games four and five were that just humbling experience where they need to look, the, look at themselves in the mirror and say, who, like, who do we actually need to be? And they adjusted. And they pulled it off. Two elimination games. Done. Bye. And one without Darnell. And one without Darnell. Yeah, and one just, with half a Leon. Well, yeah, both of them. Like Leon's basically on one leg. Uh, we'll talk about that too. But first, got to give some love to our friends at Alpha Romeo of Edmonton. It was a luxurious first round win for the Edmonton Oilers. And speaking of luxury, that is exactly what they specialize in at Alpha Romeo of Edmonton. Uh, Leon Drysettle, he does not have the turning radius of an Alpha Romeo car. He is the turning radius of an 18 wheeler right now. I mean, that guy is hobbling. He well, is just. But I, yet at the same point, he still plays 22 and a half minutes. He, got, know, like, he was unreal. So, like, well, but it, once again, like high hockey IQ. And the ability and yeah. the best passer in the league, right? Backhand passer. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, backhand passer, yes. And say top three passer yeah, overall. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, he doesn't need to move. And if he's and, and this is why he has to play with Connor because Connor will be the one buzzing around. Mm. But like he was just distributing the puck like crazy. But what I did notice is the game got on and like the lakes are loosening up a little bit. He was skating. He was and then he was digging in on his edges. He was doing no edge work for the first half of that game. You, like normally like he's, he's hard on his edges, pushing back, like trying to create space when he's, when he's in their zone, trying to uh, guard the puck. He started doing that in the third period. maybe it was just because the stakes were high adrenaline's going, and adrenaline's right. going, but like, I'm like, that was reassuring to see. Like, I know this is, we're dealing with a high angle sprain and that's uh that's a concern. And that is the like most nagging injury there is, but I don't know. I'm going to stay pretty positive. Uh, and just say, you know, that was a good, good signal for me to see. And he leaned in on a couple of those uh, uh, face-offs as well. Yeah. He, yeah, he started doing draws. He wasn't yeah. doing draws at the beginning, was he? Yeah. Was, I don't know. I'm just nervous. Like you hear if it's potentially a high ankle sprain, I'm just kind of like, how long can you play through that? Yeah. Like it, it won't just get better magically, right? Like that's something that could actually be an issue going into this next series. So I'm, I'm concerned about it. Like I, I don't know. 
But do you think you got to play him game one? If, 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 really? if well, think about like, I, I, I well, saw like what's a day I, off going to do. I saw Frank's, I saw Frank's tweet saying, maybe you should, the decision, like maybe you should save him and have him come for five, six and seven. But like that split on the road is so Huge. important. So you have him game one and try to pull one off on the road and then maybe have him sit. I don't know. Or ride that horse. Like, let's say he's at, he's German engineered. I know. Let's <laughs> say he's at 60% right now. If you sit him for the two games in Calgary, does he, does he go to 90? No. It, well, that's, does he go to that's, 65? More likely. So that's maybe where I'm a little bit torn on it versus if he plays these two games, is he going to be down to 50 or 45%? Right. Like I just, I worry about it's early in the series. I know. And you want to steal one on the road, but it's just kind of like, you kind of need to, you don't need to, you're you never in trouble until you, you lose at home. That's true. But this is going to be like a like, tough series. I like, this is going to be a tough series. I was, I was quietly cheering. Like, yes, I'm happy. There's a battle of Alberta. That's very exciting and very good for business, but I'm an Oilers fan first. And you know, we would mop the floor with the stars. I would have sat Leon dry settled the whole series if we were playing Dallas. Cause I think we could beat him without him. Yeah. I but don't know. Ottinger, man, he put on a clinic last he was night. Sick. I know, but we would solve so it. Like good. we would like, we would just like 60, like we'd get 64 shots. Like Dallas yeah. was giving up that, like Dallas yeah, was true. giving that up. But yeah, the only thing Dallas had was a good, they have good defense and Ottinger was just next level. <laughs> Next level. That so that was insane. That was I, I watched that yeah. game. Yeah, and that was wild. Mike Kelly from the NHL Network does. Uh, he had the number of goals saved above expected. So, like, how many goals a your tender legitimately saved? Ottinger was at twelve point seven. That's insane. Basically, two goals a game. Second in the NHL in the first round was Markstrom at five point seven. Ottinger saved like seven more goals than any other goalie in the NHL in the first round. What was Smith just for? He was third at like 4.8. Okay. Doesn't factor in goals that maybe they cost you. Yeah. As I throw up air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> game one. Um, but like Ottinger was unbelievable, but I'm with you. I was rooting for a Dallas win. Um, but I'm happy there's a BOA. I'm nervous there's a BOA. Like that now, like ultimate nerves. Like this is... This is war, man. This is bragging rights. This is for the next however many years. You're going to have the ammunition over your fellow city person or whatever you want to call them for a long time. This is ammunition. Were you uh, were you born in 91? Would you have 89? So, born in, so you have no recollection. No of recollection. I mean, like it was, I, I remember when I was a kid and stuff like the, the Dallas series. Yeah. yeah. Always being on the side of the roads with signs like honk for the Oilers kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, the 05 cup run was like right at just the right age. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Like this is, this is bragging rights. Like, (laughs) and bragging rights is very powerful. That's why it sucks that the Oilers are banged up right now. Yeah. Well, you hope, well, who's out for Calgary? Tanev? I think that's it. Shillington, you know, was banged up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No dry saddle hurts. I, well, we're not, you're, you're saying I no know, dry saddle. It's so absolute. Bro. Not having dry saddle at 100% hurts. Um, but you're right. The Flames are missing Tanev. So maybe there's that as well. Markstrom's playing good, but you know what? So is Mike Smith. And I wrote about this in the mailbag today. Or it was one of my mailbag answers today. I'm done doubting Mike Smith. Like I did it you in can't. the regular season. Yeah. But those last two months from March and or March and April were unreal. He had the gaff in game one and everyone wanted to switch and go to Koskinen in game two. There were legitimately people who said that. And you just can't doubt Mike Smith anymore. Can't. That guy was unreal. 
pitched a game seven shutout. Like that just doesn't happen. Yeah, like I think exactly. Game seven shutout. And that's also a testament to the team in front of him. But he played great. He made he made saves when we needed saves. Like you're right. Like one goes in, that game it's a different game. Yep. And he, and he and he stood fat like what was it? What was the series stats? Like nine thirty something? Nine thirty eight? Yep. Like you're geez. asking for that all year. That's that's yeah. elite. That's a Fesno winning save percentage. Granted, Ottinger was nine fifty five or whatever, but like yeah, so Andre was nine fifty four, Bennington was nine forty three, Markstrom was nine forty three, DeSmith was nine forty one, and R. Smith was nine thirty eight. Yeah, you take nine thirty eight all well, day. Well, Smith, you take you can basically take out of that. Equation. Yeah. Oh yeah, he only played one game. Never mind. So yeah, basically you're you're getting a top three goalie in the playoffs here from Mike Smith is what the Oilers are getting. I'm also very happy that we won because because we lost game one, it improved the series odds. So then I loaded up in the earliest win the series. Uh, mm, nice. So that was a nice little when I nice. checked the account to see a little bit of a windfall. That is nice. You win money on uh, Saturday? Uh, I don't remember. I won a little bit of DraftKings. Ah, nothing crazy, crazy, but like oh, yeah. made a little money there. Oh yeah, you were showing that to me after the game. You're all fired up. Thank. I'm on a little roll here. Yeah, I stuck with my vanilla bed of money line and Connor to score, and I did the. Remember on the pregame show we talked about it, McDavid to score, Oilers to win, parlay plus one sixty, bang. Easy. Yeah, that is juicy. Do you bet? Uh, no, I don't. But uh, I I relay all your information to my buddy that does, and ah, he's made a go. ton of money off the Oilers. Oh, really? Wow. For, well, okay, because he, he fades us. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Don't bet with your heart. Um, our Only pre- bet with your heart. We did a pregame best. show on uh, for game seven, obviously. It was our most viewed pregame show of the season. Oh, game seven, baby. Cowboy Chris, he was just flying. Oh, he was, he was, he was a vibe. He was absolutely a vibe. Um, fuck, I just can't believe they won, honestly. Like, my voice is still shot. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you sound yeah. a little hoarse. Oh, everyone does. Yeah. Everyone's got a little throat in their... Or a little throat in there, yeah. yeah a little throat frog in their throat, jeez. throat in their frog. Um, Battle of Alberta starts Wednesday night. Friday's game starts at 8.30 at night. Did you guys see this that? Is, Why this is, is so embarrassing, so okay? Annoying. Like, NHL, you have four of the top eight scores yeah. or something in the league. You have the series everyone wants to see. This is the biggest series, and oh. you're just alienating like 70% of the hockey population by having it start at 8.30. The game's not going to end till like 1.30 Eastern time. Like, it this is, is prime time. McDavid is a guy that helps grow the game. Yeah. Although I will say, that's the only real bad one, right? Like, Sunday, Edmonton is going to be on fire. Sunday, 6 o'clock Mountain Time start, long weekend. Oh, oh that's God. that's spicy. We get two weekend games out of it, basically. Yeah, we Friday do. and the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Eight thirty start, and you know the NHL is like, damn it, like, I wish we didn't have to do this, but we do. But like, man, that's a missed. Like, that should be the national game on all of the U.S. outlets. Yeah. Like this is this 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 the BOA sells records. You could see it on on Twitter last night. Everybody wanted Calgary to win last night on Twitter to see the Battle of Alberta in the second round. Everybody wants it. Yeah. You're putting it. It's a battle for Canada. Yes, that's Canada's true. team shoots out the other end of that. Hey, but mm-hmm. Ben's going to be back. Ben will be back. That is correct. Yeah, Ben's back in the building. Ben's back in the building. Well, yeah, Ben's worthy of round two. Amen. Mm. Amen. So are you guys going to go to any of the games or? I'm going to try my best. 
Do we have plans for any sort of Calgary thing? So, man, it is. Okay. Let's unpack this a bit. Okay. This is real life. So we're going to, you know, we always let people into behind we'll the scenes. Break it down. There is like, there's a reason why we didn't do a nation vacation for LA. Like the planning that goes involved, like that gets involved. And then all of a sudden, then the disruption because of the, all the team participation that we need, whilst we're also being good Edmonton fans and hosting parties and doing all that stuff. It gets really, really muddy. So we will always help promote anyone uh, who is putting something on. Um, so people who want to go have, we can connect them and make that happen. But like we tried, like, like nation Dan was like, I think I can get us tickets. Like, let's look at, I'm like, okay, look into it. Like maybe let's do a game. It'd be game six, I think. Right. Same yeah. six. Maybe let's do a game six. Um, and it's, just, it's such a, it's, it's, it's such a shit show. So I think, I think, and, and it's also like two Canadian teams, right? So like take it, it's, it's, it's a completely different breed. So we're going to, uh, pull pause for round two. We're going to focus on our backyard, which I think we should do for BOA anyways, and invest yeah. all our energy in Edmonton. I think watch that's party, the right party, thing. Watch party. So just watch parties galore. Uh, I know our first one will be Wednesday. I don't know which location it's going to be at yet. But uh, I'll tell you one thing, Pint on White on, on Saturday was absolutely buzzing. The vibes were good there. The celebration was great there. It was good to see. So, yeah, we're just going to invest in, in, in our time in that. I think that's the most important thing. And, and you know, as well as nation, that's what we should do. And then, you know, round three, who knows? <laughs> Nothing like a quick trip out to Denver. It'd be a good time. Well, or St. Louis. Or St. Louis, potentially, yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of like the idea of just keeping it in Edmonton. As much I as I'd now. love to be at the saddle, though. It's like, exhausting, man. How exhausted were you last week? We, we went to LA. And yeah. granted, we had a lot of fun, but like there was a lot of work. There was a lot of travel. And then, you know, I have to come back and jump into the mix here. Like it doesn't, playoffs for us does not slow down. There is not a free moment, yeah. which is great. I slept most of the day yesterday. Well, you had to. I was surprised you actually made it onto the, to the show yesterday. Well, I was impressed. Yeah, and I took a spiritual walk home from the pint last night. Really, uh, it helps. It cleared it up. It does help. Cleared things up a little bit. And some coconut water. Mm. I had a, I had the one liter Gatorade. Grabbed myself a Donair. Hit the streets. Made my walk out. Gatorade flavor worked well. Mm. Yeah, what Gatorade flavor did you go? Oh, the blue, classic blue. Always. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm a blue guy as well. Mm. So I've always been more of a Powerade guy. <sighs> of course you are. <laughs> it would be. Wow, you're probably a what was it called? Big sport, all sport. What was that? There, uh, there's the strawberry lemonade Powerade. That is a top tier flavor. Well, that one's delicious as well. But like I had a need for some hydration and yeah. that's why the liter of Powerade went down or Gatorade went down with a uh, delicious donor. Liter of cola would have been better. Nope. <laughs> I did not need a liter of cola at that you. time in my life. <laughs> Poison you. I uh, needed to feed the temple and that's exactly what I did. Jumbo had, with cheers. cheese, banana peppers on there. Had to be done. I cleansed my body uh, last night with some, uh, with a sushi dinner. And a miso oh, soup. Oh, nice. Ah, so we did in uh, SFO. Yeah, San Francisco. I yeah. we had that. Or you guys had that idea. I also had sushi at the game. They have Oilers rolls, and I had Oilers rolls at yeah, the you game. Did have that was my dinner. Really? Yeah. What's in an Oilers roll? Well, they just, uh, I was going to make something up, but I can't. Uh, I'm not uh, quite with it or witty at the moment. Um, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was just like a dynamite roll. Like ah. there was shrimp and avocado, and we just call it an Oilers roll. Fair enough. So you flew in. On game day? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 7 a.m. Hopped on a plane. One of the coolest things, though. Um, so I'm wearing my jersey, obviously. Yeah. And uh, this Japanese fellow came up to me and he's like, are you going to the game tonight? 
She said, yes, absolutely. It's like, this is my first game. I'm, I flew in from Japan and I'm going to go watch the ice hockey. And my mouth dropped like this. That's that was his first game. Like we've got a fan for life right now. Like, that like was, was he an Oilers fan or is he, or is no. he just like, I want to, I want to watch like an ice hockey game and maybe Connor McDavid is help leading this decision. It sounded like that he was going to fly out to Vancouver um, to watch a hockey game. And that, that was his plan. But then the Canucks didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so because of that, um, uh, he's like, I picked the next game. And Love I'm surprised it. he didn't go to LA, but hey, no, I'll good. That's that. Yeah. He's that now, the one he's know this fan yeah. for life. Cause that would have been a yeah. scene. I ran into a gentleman. Uh, I think he said he listens to the podcast um, on the concourse. I ran up. I know maybe this is like a sin in terms of being a fan. Three minutes ago in the second period, they were up yeah, on nothing. Uh, yeah. And I had to piss yeah. like bad. And I knew I was meeting up with Felton in the intermission. So I was like, I need to piss now. So TV timeout, book it up the stairs, piss. Walking out, this guy stops me and he's like, I drove from Saskatoon this morning Love to it. be here for game seven. And then he's like, let's do a shot together. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't because I was trying to keep it on the rails. And I was like, okay, fine, we'll do a shot. So we went to the bar there. <laughs> And he's like two shots at Jameson. And they're like, we do not have Jameson here. It's a high class establishment. Um, Jameson is a good Irish whiskey. How dare you? um, (laughs) So all they had that we could like shoot really was crown Royal. Oh, and I don't know if this is a rule or not, but the bartender was like, I have to put an ice cube in it. I think that's what she said. Uh, on the rocks. I don't know. I don't know. So anyways, take a shot of crown Royal Ugh. with the ice cube and then realizing that I couldn't, the ice cube was too big to just like swallow. So I had to like swish it all around <laughs> in my mouth until I could spit out the ice cube. It was a rather unpleasant shot, but a pleasant meeting with that nation citizen. Hell yeah. That would have made me vomit oh, right man. in front of him. But that would have a hell of a show. It would have been for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of photo ops at the romper too. Hell yeah. Romper. It was very important that the romper got in the building. There was a lot of, uh, bag milk and I applied the full court press mm-hmm. to make this happen. And it did when a good time was had by all. And now, you know, if there's a very important game in round two elimination games, which would qualify as a very important game. Yep. Well, like if they're down two nothing, I'm not busting up for game three, elimination oh, games. but that could be the rally. Yeah. It could, it's the rally. It's a must win. It's the rally romper. It's not a must win. It, oh, at that point, come it is. on for all come intents and purposes, on. it is you're in a series. You yourself are in a series. You're down two nothing and you don't think game three is a must win. It's close. Oh. So you want to go down three nothing? Don't want to. Oh, God. But the idea That's is why you have could. to do your part. We all must do our part so that you would wear it to game four. four? Yeah, this is a must win. Uh, I just don't want to push the luck of the romper. Too. No, but it's you. you, you it's strategic. Like must win games. You wore it to Nashville because you traveled all that way yeah. and you wanted to see the Oilers win. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. wore it. Mm-hmm. Game had no impact on the season. Now I just really wanted to win. Exactly. Okay. Fair. So game three, you <laughs> really want to win. Good point. Good point. Right. Right. But only if they're down, but, but, they're not, uh, but like, that's not, it. yeah, exactly. So you will, yeah. When it's you're right. When we are, when we are eliminating the opponent, mm-hmm. bring it out. Okay. Let's go. Good deal. So how bummed out are you that you're like flying back home now? Like, are you sad you're not going to be here for the BOA? Yeah. My, uh, my dopamine's going to be going down pretty quick. <laughs> you going to come back, come back out. Uh, well, well, I've got family out here, so I, mean, yeah. I don't see why not, but yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. I've got to time it with work again. So well, we got, well, the Sunday game, 
That's true. Friday and Sunday. And even if you don't Fly. go, just being here. That's also you got true. a free bed. That free bed, right? And that's very true. You can fly with Flair for a dollar. That's also true. Flying for Flair home. Leave Friday right after work. Eight thirty puck drop, right? True, but right. I'm an hour behind, right? So I'd have uh, to leave at yeah. like six. <laughs> Even then, that's just seven tight. of your time. It's about an hour flight. I could go to the watch party and for the second and third. But, uh, that's a lot of flying in a week a too. <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Focus on Sunday. Focus Sunday. on Sunday. That's a good point. Yeah, our game. Well, there won't be a game seven. And if there is, then you got to come out for sure. It is uh, not golfing season yet for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, but if you're not even for me, I haven't even swung a club yet because we've been so busy. I know. I've, I haven't golfed yet this year either. I went to the range. I've been in the range twice. I mean, I haven't been to the range this year yet. I'm depressed. I need to golf. I wouldn't um, mind golfing. It's nice out today. Kind we of. should have a chat with our friends at Cattail Crossing, just north of Edmonton. They got a new clubhouse. They have a good course. They have the clubhouse. They do have the clubhouse. It's a vibe there. Yeah. We could go uh, check out Cattail Crossing together. Yeah, I would love to. We, all, we have to go. We, we should go out there and do a real life video anyways. Yeah, we should do that. Um, if you go out there to Cattail Crossing, there is an Oilers Nation wrapped cart coming. So if you get the Oilers Nation cart, make sure you post pictures and tag us in Cattail Crossing. In please. It. Yes, please do. Please do. And they'll be loaded up with Nation beer there as well. It. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. We Which I tried to get when I came here. Yeah. And uh, the only thing they had was the off-season ones. I couldn't buy that. So <laughs> that is... <laughs> Don't get G. You've, you shouldn't uh, have gotten J started on this. You've poked the bear. Yeah. 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 There's <laughs> a, there's a logistical issue, um, but the beer is still the same, which is what it's all about. It's delicious. It's good for you. We, at our first drink of the evening, Bag Milk and Absolutely. I had at Pine on White. Mm-hmm. Had a nation beer. Yep. Set the tone. Yep. Did. did you guys hit up both pint locations pregame? Uh, we hit the yes, whole we city. Did. Yes, we did. That's remarkable. That's impressive. We went from one pint to the other pint down to Roger's place. This is for anyone, any business owners out there looking to partner with the nation network. That's how committed we are. We're, we're all in Mm -hmm. if if we're partners Mm -hmm. hitting both pint locations in one night. It's like Shohei Otani pitching and hitting in one night. Otani boys. Otani boys for life. Had to represent today. Oh, I love it. I just, uh, my, my Jersey's now clean after the, uh, Uber Dorito incident. Yeah. I was going did you dry clean it or just what normal wash it? Uh, oh shit. Should I have dry cleaned it? No, I was just thinking out loud. Cause it's, it's a beautiful Jersey. Yeah. Should I have dry cleaned it? Your M truck thoughts. Uh, I usually just don't wash my jerseys. Um, well I had orange, like that's the white jerseys, but I liked my point. Like the orange Dorito dust. You could have just been like, yeah, it's a game used Jersey. It's dirt. He's true. <laughs> it was, it's pretty, it was yeah. like electric. Uh, no, you don't have to dry clean it at all. Okay. Well, it's clean now. I can't, I just, I just hung it up. And I can't wait to wear it. It's going to be part of my summer wardrobe. Mm. Tell you one thing, uh, round one of this playoffs has been rough on the old Nugent Hopkins Jersey. Ah, some stains. Yeah. It's got a couple of stains on her a little bit more banged up than it was before, but you know what? It's the way it's gotta be. I went audible. I was going to wear my Leon Jersey again that I wore for game six, Mm -hmm. but I decided that, you know, I had to lean in to Connor McDavid because he was leaning into us. Mm-hmm. So I, I, the burnt orange, the original orange, yeah. uh, Jersey, uh, I brought, I, dust, I have that. I brought, I dust that doesn't even have the C this is pre captain Connor. Wow. Um, and I, I pulled that out and feel really good about it in hindsight. Amber pulled out the burnt orange McDavid as well for the game. Yeah. And, uh, that's my favorite Jersey. So now I don't get it back because now it's good luck. So now she gets right every game. I respect that's it. Yeah. That's the same, man. You can't be, everyone's got to do their part. 
There was a bug. I've, I had a buddy. I will kind of talk about this. I had a buddy, uh, who I invited to come to the game with. I'm like, Hey man, you want to come to the game tonight? And he's, and he kind of paused and then he goes, well, how can I say no to that? I'm like, awesome. Okay. You're in. Let's go. And about an hour later, he texts me. He goes, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. Or I can't believe I'm going to say, I'm saying this, but I have to bail. And why I have to bail is because I had plans to go watch the game with my two other buddies. And I feel guilty with that and about that. And I don't want to bring that negative energy into the building. Wow. And I have to trust my gut here and I have to say, I can't go. And I'm like, buddy, I respect the hell out of that. Do you know what he's also doing on Wednesday? He texted me today. Oh yeah. He's, he's got an Oilers nation tattoo. Now he's putting hope will never die around it. Wow. That's pretty cool. We need yeah. photos of that, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's the Mandy's. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of vibes. Yes. Before the Oilers game in Fort Hall, they had the Leafs game on the TV. Oh, fuck. And when the the Leafs got eliminated, the crowd went crazy. I talked about this on ONR. The Fort Hall crowd was cheering loud for the Leafs losing. (laughs) And my heart fell into my stomach. I was like, that is the worst hockey karma ever. You do not watch another Canadian fan base lose on home ice and cheer minutes before you are about to play a game seven on home ice yourself. And then I go to stand in line for a beer and the guy in front of me goes, Hey, did the Leafs lose? And I go, yeah. He goes, God, there's nothing I love more than watching the Leafs lose. And I was like, dude, the Oilers winning is better than that. I was very nervous. I was like, that is bad hockey karma to cheer that loud in your own building for another Canadian. That just shows you the hockey home. gods are just, are they? I do feel bad for Leafs. I actually do. <laughs> it's uh, I, I thought, I thought they were going to break the hex and I thought like for them to break the hex, it has to be a game seven win. Yeah. So I'm like, the stage is set. The stage is set, but it's, <laughs> it just sucks. You have to play the defending Stanley cup champions in the first round. Of the yeah, that's rough. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a grind. So, rough. you know, I'd also do enjoy the chaos. Like it yeah. is melting out East melting. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy. I think they're going to run it back. Same group. Same coach. Yeah. Same coach. Same GM. If they do anything crazy, it's dumb. I I agree. Like winning in the playoffs is just, it's kind of random in some ways. Ish. Like ish. Yeah, I know ish, but like that Tavares goal that like didn't count that got called back. Like, yeah, okay. It's a penalty, but like that doesn't happen that like, you know, like that was a soft call that doesn't go their way. I didn't think the officiating was great towards the Leafs in either of the last two games. You lose an OT game in game six. Like they blew opportunities. They should have gone up three, one, they laid an egg, all that. But I think like that is still a really good hockey team. And I get their fan base is nauseating and I love dunking on six arrow. It's funny. And like the media is annoying, all that stuff. But like, I also think like there's some diehard Leafs fans out there who are just so heartbroken. And I, I kind of feel for them. I watched, uh, at, uh, yeah, at a human level. Yeah. I watched Dangle's LFR from yesterday. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh man. He just, I watched his last year's and it was powerful. He, he was so good. <laughs> just like you could see it pouring out of him. And I've, I'd like, those are the guys I feel bad for is mm-hmm. like the Dangles. Cause yeah. <laughs> man, that was a rough one. Also it's, made me laugh though. You guys see the Oilers called up Kyle Turris. In case there's a shootout, just in case there's a shootout, that was that's what is going to be the next part of my like, life. What's the what's the logic there? 
Maybe just have a, a, I don't know, I have an idea. <laughs> Sorry, I, re- I wouldn't have been able to talk if I didn't take that drink of water. Um, really, really put that down there. Yeah. I think you just need uh, black aces, right? You need to build up a bit of a, now that the condors are out and shit too. I know Calters wasn't necessarily down there, but build up a little black aces squad. Okay. Because who would be, if he's here, maybe they're going to send like Broberg back down. Bob was talking today about uh, Broberg, Niemalainen, and uh, Skinner coming up. Oh yeah, that so. makes sense. Yeah. Just being here to skate and fill in in practice and whatnot. Taurus is a pro, right? If you need him to practice on the line, he can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Um, elsewhere around the NHL, Rangers beat the Penguins. How relieved are you? Very relieved because I, I actually had, had money on it too. Yeah, I had a considerable amount of money on that Rangers series. Um, <laughs> I think they might beat the Canes. I still don't. I don't know. I man. still don't. I, I, I just don't believe in the Canes yet. I don't believe in the Canes yet, either. but that might mean they're good. I don't know. I just thought Shesterkin didn't really look like Shesterkin early in the series. So I, there's a part of me that goes, he might just flip the switch and be Shesterkin. If he does, they could goalie yep. the Hurricanes for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Carolina's good. They're real they're good. Deep. They're well coached, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still hate Brenda Moore though. Oh, of lie. course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Obviously. Never forget. Everyone hates the Canes. Uh, Never forget. Oh yeah. Battle of Florida. That'll be an awesome one. That, that, that should be a pretty physical series too. Yeah. Uh, I like there's two like battles, you know, battle of Florida, battle of Alberta. Mm-hmm. And they should, uh, hopefully, you know, that this is a good opportunity for the States to uh, elevate the game with, with the battle of Florida, but also the battle of Alberta. Like this is a prime opportunity. Yeah. I think that'll, yeah, that'll just be a hate filled series. I think it'll rival the battle of Alberta because those two teams have gone head to head in the playoffs. Yeah. And they've got some meat. They do have some meat. Yes. We have a little bit of meat now, which is nice. I think the battle of Alberta is going to be spicy. Oh yeah. I don't like, I was watching the game last night and Dallas didn't play them all that physical. No, at all. Really? They should have. And they, that's not how the Oilers are going to show up in Calgary on Wednesday. No, and the Oilers have been doing everything a good job of hitting everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a different flavor there. And the Oilers <sighs> score more goals than the Stars did. They scored more goals in one game, I think, than the Stars did. The entire series. Well, the yeah. Series. Like <laughs> Dallas was a one line, the definition of a one line team, you know? Um, looking at, we'll talk a little betting here. Yeah, of course. The, yes, uh, we do. Over under for goals for Oilers in this upcoming series in, against Calgary. Zach Hyman set it in even two. I'd like to see him get more for that. Right. He needs a little jump. Mm-hmm. He needs a little jump. I can see him. I can see him pushing on that bet. I can see him being two. Yeah. McDavid three and a half minus one eighteen on the over. You're going to need him to probably go over that. Well, once again, we're manifesting with our bets, right? I know. Yeah. But I'm just kind of looking at that. And how many did he have? He had four against LA. So I don't think that's unreasonable. Two goal game for Connor. This is a series where I, I know he played really well in the first mm-hmm. round, but this is a series where I could see Evander Kane mixing things up as well. Oh, yeah, his over under is set at three, paying minus one eighteen. Oh, fair I'm popping that over on his uh, penalty minutes too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. He needs to stay out of the box a little bit. You know, get in there, get spicy. But dry side will set at three and a half. What's the underpay? <sighs> it's even money or minus one eighteen either side. I'd stay away from that one. Because do. you don't know, he yeah. <laughs> can do either. Well, anyone can do either. I love this one. Matt Kachuk versus Evander Kane, most goals in the series. Kane all day. Kane's the favorite at minus 139. Kane all day. Yeah. Kane Uh, all day. 
Nuge over under one and a half. He needs to be over over that. He needs to contribute. They need him. Like that's one guy who can not single handedly, but really, really help make up for he the needs to contribute. any dry cycle thing yeah, that's going on. Like that, if dry cycle is at seventy percent, they need Nuge to be thirty percent better than what he was in round one. He had that one good game, and that was he made great defensive plays, and we gave him love on ONR because he like he made that play in the second period to break up a breakaway going the other way for LA. Yeah. Um, on that topic, I thought Ryan McLeod had a great game seven too for a young guy. Yeah, he did. Josh Archibald, just a human. Yeah, dog. Archibald a playoff that. gamer, man. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and, and he should have scored too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we can work towards wrapping this out. Did you get any oodle noodle while you're in town? Uh, I have it planned for later this afternoon. Actually, excellent, good, good stuff. Man. And if you don't want to go drive, you use DoorDash. Use the promo code Real Life DD. Gets you twenty five percent off and no delivery fees on your first order. Shout out to DoorDash. Ding dong. What else you got planned while you're in the city? Uh, I think I'm just hanging out with family and yeah. uh, taking it all in. Yeah. Get some merch. And we're and you know what, Oilers fans, let's just you know it's we got a little bit of time. Like we can start stressing out again on Wednesday. Let's just enjoy the fact and be grateful we won the first round and just, you know, take it easy for the next couple of days. Hydrate, get some sleep, detox, sleep, rest. <laughs> yes. I'm implementing a strict. If the Oilers don't play, I don't touch booze rule for the next few weeks. Yeah, that's fair. That's you got, fair. If, I think that's yeah. a fair rule. Yeah, If they're off, you need to be off. No reason to have drinks if the Oilers aren't. I'm going to try to be in bed before 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Dare to dream. I was going to lie to every intention last night. But then I got hooked into that Calgary game. Yeah. I had to watch OT. I just, man, I thought Andre was going to steal it for them. There was he a was couple chances in OT. Ridiculous good. Well, and, and Dallas hit a lot of posts. Ben yeah. had one. Haskin, I think, had two. Uh, Robertson had one early. Yeah. Like, oof. Markstrom's beatable. He is beatable. Like, his save percentage says he does stop the puck quite a bit, but he's beatable. I feel like this is going to be, I feel like this, this series is going to be low scoring. Thoughts? Uh, there might be a game or two where it just blows up, though. Oh, of course. Either, yeah, I can see that. But I think I feel like like if if we are to, mm. I think we have to bring our game seven style. Six and seven. I, I guess we potted four in game six. Yeah. Last time these two teams played, wasn't it nine to five? I yeah, watched. Like, oh, my God. I watched some, some vintage Oilers on Twitter. He's showing some clips from um, 91. Wow. But like when we were down there and the Oilers lost nine, five, that was arguably one of the sloppiest games they've ever played. Brutal. Oh, it was and so And they bad. still scored five goals. And they yeah. almost scored six. That game, like it was right at the start of the third or. Yeah, it was Kane, right? That yeah. missed on that two on one. And then Calgary pulled away right after that. Like, yeah, that game wasn't as bad as the score or as the box. Tighten it up. Tighten exactly. it up. A lot of that shit Woody will get rid of. I could see it tightening up, but. Oh, it's I, getting tight. I, I still think maybe the, the over might be a smart play. Life's too short. To well, you got Daryl Sutter coached Flames. Yeah. So you know they ain't scoring a lot. Mm-hmm. So speaking of coaching, it was nice to see Todd McClellan, at least from where I was sitting. He really seemed to have a good chat with the players on the Oilers who he coached in the mm-hmm. handshake line. Like mm-hmm. he really seemed to spend an extra couple of seconds. So um yeah. And how about how classy Woodcroft was acknowledging Dustin Brown's last yep. final NHL yep. game? So we've done this, so we've done this twice now. We did it to Eisenman in 06 mm-hmm. and now we've done it to Dustin Brown. Not exactly the same caliber of player, but yes. <laughs> Multiple cup winners though. Multiple yeah, cup winners. That's fair. Yeah. Over a thousand games. Yeah. Dustin Brown's not a hall of famer though. Is he? No, no. Maybe the U S hockey hall of famer. He's a yeah, potato. I'd say that. Yeah. 
That's fair. Um, like of all the guys who were kind of walking away here, this was probably Chara's last year. He's a Hall of Famer, right? Chara Bergeron question marks. Bergeron would be a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Getzlav's a Hall of Famer, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Getzlav course, for sure. Yeah, like that guy was good. So sure. Yeah. Um. Also, Vegas firing another coach. Man, those I love guys how hated have they've become. zero patience. And you know what? Oh, yeah. I think this is now oozing into their culture. I think that organization is, has got horrific culture and now yeah. you're starting to see it. And I think it's trickled down to the players and the players aren't liking it there. I don't think, I don't think it's a great place to land. Like they should never have fired Gallant. They never should have fired Gallant. That was the mistake. Someone tweeted today. Like they, they've been in the league five years. They've missed the playoffs once yet they're about to be on their third coach. That doesn't even make sense. And their second GM. Yeah, it's wild. Well, the, they didn't I know fire Mc, a GM. McPhee just got moved up yeah, and yeah, they had but, to kind of do that, but still. But it's just like, yeah. So like if, there's some, there's some weird shit going on in Vegas for sure. The, the juju is no bueno. No bueno in Vegas. No bueno. But I'm all here for it. Oh like again, yeah. Cause <laughs> first couple of years in the league, they were kind of like the lovable new guys mm-hmm. and they have quickly turned into like, uh, it's a heel turn. Like, Hockey fans hate the Golden Knights. Yeah, and I and, and I love that they they lost the Eichel trade. That <laughs> like too. I am that I too. am a low key Sabres <laughs> fan right now. Also so, because I'm an Oilers fan and I can totally empathize with mm-hmm. Sabres fans. But I, I I think the Sabres are coming now, and I think you know uh, Tuck who wants to be a Saber, yeah. Krebs, and you know the the myriad of draft picks that they got. Like Buffalo won that trade, and if uh, the Sabres make. Playoffs next year and Vegas doesn't. Oh, oh, that's so. That'd be man. That, that, that would be the storylines that come from that. That would be amazing. What would the owner in Vegas even do if they missed the playoffs a second straight year? Just like sell, fold the franchise and fire everybody. Well, yeah. What else is he gonna do? Like what? Like what other bullet does he have in the gun? Doesn't have any. That's Move the problem. To Utah. He'll just fire management, take over as GM. Do it. All I'd love stuff. to see that. Oh man, yeah. And then no player want to go there. New. It's funny how messed up it is. I just can't, I can't believe on paper who they are. And granted, I know they had injuries, but still, still. Yeah. Mm, no bueno, but I'm here for it. Me too. I am here for it too, too much success too early. Like you got to really mess with you. You gotta, you gotta feel the pain though. You know, like that's what you being a sports a fan bit. is. And then, then it makes the good times better. That's just, what made Saturday night. So good. It's because so. even this year alone, we have been through some dark, it dark has been a season. Like, like it's been a fuck. like not to use the cliche. It's been a roller coaster. There was a point where I didn't think they were making the playoffs. I was like, there's no way there's no way they climb back into this. And then the lows were so low. The highs this year have been so high. And Saturday was the ultimate high. Well, it, and it was, and it was also like a, I don't know if I'm using the right term, but a microcosm. I don't know. It was like a, yeah. a shorter yeah. variation of the regular season. Hot, completely disappeared. Yeah, hot. Yeah, that's a you're, that's a good point. So let's go round two, baby. I'm pumped. Oilers in six or Oilers in seven. Oilers in six. Oilers in six. Winning at home. <sighs> well, yeah, I, I want that, but because it's a BOA, it's probably gonna it's probably gonna be like game seven overtime. Oh, my which is gonna be the most stressful thing ever. But I'm down for game six. Game six went on went on home ice. Rest up that ankle, Leon. I hope Let's he's go just to St. Louis. Spent the last two days in Connor's hot tub, or in that chamber McDavid was in the hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, yeah just live yeah. in that for three days. Yep. Captain Felton, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you thanks, for having man. me, guys. Thanks Honestly, for being here. 
It's always a good time. Always a good time. Uh, shout out to our friends at Points by Canada, Oodle Noodle, DoorDash, Alpha Romeo, Cattail Crossing, and our presenting sponsor, the HGA Group. This has been episode 379 of the Real Life Podcast. BOA starts Wednesday, and Woo. we'll break down game one on Thursday. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.